everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tuesdays with Roger. I'm Diana Guvertz, and once again, we are here with Roger Etner of Recon Analytics. Hey, Roger. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> all right. So this week, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about something that has kind of been all over uh, the news lately, and that is all the carriers' efforts around Gigabit LTE. Um, you know, everybody's been doing testing. Back uh, earlier this year, I was with Sprint in New Orleans where they uh, demonstrated some stuff uh, at a sports arena where they got, I think it was, you know, up into the six, 700 megabits per second range. Um, and then recently we heard from AT&T and T-Mobile, uh, and they also hit the 750 megabits per second range uh, using LAA. And then the very latest thing that happened was Verizon, you know, crossed that 900 megabits per second threshold um, in their tests. So I, I'm wondering if we can just kind of delve into this and tell me uh, why is this all happening? Why is it so important? And how is it going to impact the networks? Progress and technology, you know. Basically, uh, what we're seeing here is the effect of higher modulation schemes, higher level MIMO, and, uh, and, and carrier aggregation. And when you plug that all together, you get higher speeds, and guess what? They all work with the same infrastructure providers, so they're say, all in the same ballpark uh, when it comes to it, when they actually are deploying the same amount of, uh, of spectrum. I think that's what you're seeing. All of them are cooking with water and are working with the same vendors. It's not like that one carrier has a, a better magicians than the others and are can able to, to conjure up more, more bandwidth. It's, it's really around how much spectrum do you have available? Uh, and, and how well are you able to, to aggregate that? That's, that's the secret sauce, but, uh, you know, it's... Uh, and, and they're running it on, on empty networks. So you have the full bandwidth of the, the, the cell that you're seeing there, and, um, you know, it, it's just a harbinger... Well, it's a positive harbinger of things to come, of... Um, higher speeds, you know, uh, you see all of the carriers trying to deploy more spectrum. T-Mobile got more spectrum in, in, in 600, even though that is probably the least um, suitable for, for um, multiple MIMOs, because MIMO means multiple antennas. Right. And if you go down in spectrum, your antennas get larger and larger and larger. Whereas if you go up in spectrum, the antenna goes smaller, so you can put more antennas up on that tower uh, versus on, on the low spectrum side. So that's an advantage for for Sprint and an AT&T that's uh, deploying WCS, which is 2.3 uh, gigahertz. So, uh, but I think all of them are are putting uh, really a lot of effort in it. When you look at Verizon, I think still half of their spectrum is on uh, on EVDO and one XRTT. So they have a lot of room uh, to refund their spectrum for uh, for LTE. Uh, you know, it, it's it's what we will see, and we will have more and more uh, capacity, more and more speed. 
Okay, so I, I mean, one of the things I wanted to address here is is you you talked about higher order modulation. I mean, how is this going to impact the networks? I mean, uh, is there going to be more space? Are people going to have a better experience? And if they do have a better experience, what kind of use cases might this enable? Well, yes, people will have a uh, better experience. Um, you know, when we look at, at use cases, you know, the, the big bandwidth hog is, um, is video. And it's especially 4K video. 4K video on a, on, a, on a handset is overkill. HD, your eye doesn't see the difference between 4K and an HD on a handset. Even with standard definition, the, the difference between standard definition and, and HD, which is huge on a television set, is relatively minor on a on a mobile handset. The difference between 4K on a handset and HD, you can't see it. On a TV, oh my God! Once you've found 4K, you don't want to go back. Uh, so the usage case could be terrestrial television uh, replacement or cable replacement. Okay. And using your wireless uh, connection for uh, for video at home on a, on a TV set. That has that will be the next uh, next frontier. That has interesting implications on the M and A side, doesn't it? Yes, and and uh, you know, if I would be the Department of of Justice, I would or, or the FCC. Is like, uh, are the benefits of combining a cable company with a wireless company greater uh, by, by, by stimulating progress and creating a unified user experience versus taking out a competitor? Um, you know, Sprint and Sprint has uh, tried to to entice Charter. Uh, to get together with them and get together with them and they said like we're not interested in buying you and then SoftBank said well, well but maybe we're interested in buying you. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. It, it's it's going to be very interesting of, of how comp intermodal competition is really heating up of how, how and we've talked about it so often how this is uh, combining and, 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 and clashing and uh, you know, there will be winners, there will be losers, which we would expect, but uh, usually something better comes out of it in the end. All right. So sticking with the uh, gigabit LTE theme, one of the things you mentioned also was the need for uh, spectrum and preferably a little bit higher bandwidth spectrum so that they can get more antennas in there. Uh, and one of the things we saw recently up on Capitol Hill was the introduction of the, I think it's the Airwaves Act, correct? Uh, and that is creating a pipeline for 5G spectrum and uh, setting aside 10% of any auction uh, proceeds to go back into the broadband bill. So, I mean, what do you make of this? Well, it's what a catchy title, right? Uh, bipartisan bill by Senator Gardner and uh, Hassan. Uh, and shockingly, everybody likes it. Uh, <laughs> TIA and the industry said we like this, uh, you know, public knowledge and, and, uh, and those guys said they like it. Uh, it calls for the uh, 3.7 to 4.2 gigahertz band to be licensed for, uh, for carriers and above 6 gig uh, 
or unlicensed, so there's something in it for everybody. Um, hopefully this has more traction than the Mobile Now bill by, by Senator Thune. Right. Uh, that, uh, you know, unfortunately is, is stuck in, uh, uh, in committee or, or I don't know where, but uh, everybody likes this. So uh, I hope this makes it. And then we have another 500 megahertz we can deploy, uh, especially when we're looking, the Chinese are doing stuff in 3.5 to 4. So that there's, there, there's overlap where we can have international roaming and harmonized treatment, which, which I think is, is critical. Uh, you know, the US is not an island, right. uh, part of the world. Uh, and people are traveling to and from this country. So we, we need harmonized, uh, internationally harmonized bands. And, and this looks like something that can make that happen. Awesome. So just one more point. Uh, can you tell me what you make of that whole uh, provision where they set aside some of the auction proceeds to go back into the broadband build? I mean, how far do you think that would take things? Uh, is it much needed help or is it just excessive? Or what do you make of that? Well, I think it's a safety precaution that they don't run out of money. And uh, so they basically said, well, why don't we set aside 10% and uh, if we need it, we need it. And if not, I'm sure the treasury will not mind getting it. Uh, so I, I think uh, that that's the motivation behind there because um, you don't know that the broadcasters are complaining that they can't do it this fast. And maybe if you put a couple of dollar bills in front of their eyes, they will move faster. Uh, so I, that would be my suspicion. All right, great. Well, we will have to track that as it moves through Capitol Hill, uh, and we will be sure uh, to chat with you about it again when things come uh, to a head. But for now, that's all the time we have for today. Roger, thank you so much for joining us again. We really appreciate it. Thank you. You know, and you have a great day. See you next thank week. Thank you. We'll see everybody next week. Have a great week, everyone.